0: You also can't cancel somebody because they've broken up with somebody and you like the person that they've broken up with mm-hmm. and they cheated on that person or something that you don't really mess with.
1: Oh, I cancelled Jay-Z when, he, when I found out I cheated on Beyonce.
0: Listen, the wife is still there. <laughs> I know. Why are you canceling somebody and the wife is still there? What, what Does it make any sense? I
1: know. This, but like, I feel like some people, they just, like, oh yeah, everything is high. No, I want to see how you are when you're low. Like, mm. the Bible says not to, to marry some, not to be with an angry man. So, I mean, I'm trying to see how you are when you're angry. <laughs> right, guys, welcome to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by a special guest, ooh, guest today.
0: Hi, I'm Big Wala. Nice to meet you.
1: And can you just do your socials very quickly?
0: Oh, okay. So, um, at Big Wahala on Insta, I don't tend to use Insta though. Uh, at Big Wahala on Twitter, uh, and I come. From, do you want me to go on with the podcast one as well? Or do you want oh, me to we, get into, we'll come. Get we'll into come on to right, we'll cool. come on to that in a minute. All right, so yes, yeah, so at Big Wahala on those things, you
1: can find me. Cool, and of course, you can follow the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram, Twitter, and you can follow me personally at From X on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat as well. So. Like I just said, you've got we've got a really special guest. I'm really happy to have you here. Actually, thank you. Um, where are you from?
0: All right, so I'm from I'm from a podcast called Eloquently Saying Nothing. Most people call it ESN Pods or ESN Podcast. Um, we've been going on for should I get properly into it or you? Get busy? go listen. So we started in 2010
1: uh-huh.
0: as a podcast. So we claim. We don't know, but we claim that we we're probably the first black ones to do it in the UK. Anyway, okay. there was a couple that was a, around our time in the US. So Combat Jack started. I think yeah, Combat RRP. Jack started after us a little bit. Yeah, RIP Combat yeah. Jack. But yeah, but around the time I think we we did the same t- was the same time as like Combat Jack in the in the US. Mm-hmm. And um, he, a
1: whole bunch of podcasts came from under him as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Well, obviously, he had his own network by the, the time yeah, he had Yeah, the loudspeaker network. Yeah. So he he did a lot in the podcast scene. So it's. it's Unfortunately, obviously, he's not getting to see the fruits of his labor.
1: I think he did before he passed away. He did a little did, bit, yeah. But
0: I think he 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 really, really was a pioneer in this. And I think mm-hmm, at some point he, he was signed a massive deal just before he died as well. That mm-hmm. was I think it was going to push him push those guys a bit further mm-hmm. forward. He was he was going to get there. And I think it's unfortunate what happened. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hopefully, anyway, the, the people underneath him will make
1: Benefit. sure his legacy
0: continues and, and goes forward that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyway, we we started in two thousand and ten. Um, we started with. Three guys. In fact, it actually started with two. So it started with Stab, who's my brother. Mm-hmm. And uh Webslinger, who's his we call him his wife. <laughs> That's what we call him. He's not, but obviously they're friends, but they were always together at some mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. So my brother decided one day he wanted to start a podcast. None of us knew what a podcast was. In fact, he didn't tell me, he told him. So he told mm-hmm. Web and goes, Yeah, let's do this podcast thing. Because they they were outgoing type people. So yeah. One time, I must have, we lived in the same house at this time. Mm-hmm. I must have came down to my brother's bedroom, like, what are you guys doing? They go, oh, we're doing a podcast. I said, what is a podcast? They said, oh, we just talk. So then I sat down. So I'm on the first episode, but I wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. So I came midway re- through the first episode and we just had, you know, just discussing about whatever. And then we went from there. So it started off being, I think it was every two weeks we started doing mm-hmm. it. And then um, after that, we ended up having two extra people. So mm-hmm. the Simple Simon and uh, Mr. Wolf came, I think. I don't know, maybe a couple of episodes in those guys So came you
1: guys in. formed quite quickly then. Yeah, because yeah. we're all friends. Yeah. So it,
0: it, in, in, in the edit, it came to a point where it was just like, oh, you know, we're doing this thing. Do you want to join us? So mm-hmm. then it came that they joined us. So we were doing the podcasting for about maybe two years. I'd, I'd say two or three years. And then um, we stopped, basically. We stopped mm-hmm. for And, and that, I, I wanted to
1: find out why, because there's like, you've got, you, you kind of stress, this is season two. And he he stressed it. I don't, I don't like that okay, stress. Okay, cool, yeah.
0: I, I like the fact that we, I think we should have continued with the numbering. Okay. But my, my brother said oh, they all just make season two so he won that. that Maybe party. it's a
1: rebrand.
0: No, but it's not because it shows... So like I said, if you've got how many episodes beforehand mm-hmm. and then now you're saying you're only on 100 and something where we know we're on 200 and something, but it's why, a noise. Why does that
1: matter? It annoys that, me. Why does that matter?
0: Because we're not on 100 and something. We're on 200 and something. I put in work in the first season. So why don't we just tell them about the first season?
1: But uh, the first season of like a TV show, when they move on to the second, that doesn't take away from the first season though. It does to
0: me. It makes me feel oh, bad. Oh, to you. Oh, okay. It, okay. It, it, it upsets me. <laughs> but anyway. So, um... Okay, so the reason why we actually had that that large break, break is because... Yeah. um. We started off as a podcast. Yeah. Then we ended up going onto Facebook to promote the podcast. Okay. We made a page to promote the podcast. That yeah. was the whole point of this page. Yeah. But then the page just blew up and became like a massive group. Okay. Like there was thousands so. of thousands of people on that group. Wow. Yeah. And we were basically almost like a social network within a social network. So it was a case of um, we had daily questions where people have debates on our, on our site on, or, or sorry on, on Facebook but within the group mm-hmm. so you have daily debates about whatever it is you'd have uh, we had like a section called What's On Your Mind where we in fact we did What's On Your Mind before Facebook put that little thing that so says What's on Your Mind So you think they stole it from you? No we're not saying that but we had that day before those guys actually put that What's On Your Mind day. Mm-hmm. one day we came they're like what's, what's going on here and they said mm-hmm. What's in Your Mind I was like oh okay so then um, you used have a thread where people used to talk about what was on their mind. So you, mm-hmm. one person might be talking about how their mum is got cancer. The next person might be talking about how their boyfriend uh, is getting on their nerves. The next one might be talking about how, um, how they, they want to marry their girlfriend. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was literally different people talking about different things on one thread. Then you'd have questions about, uh, I don't know, question of the day might be, I don't know, what was the biggest question? Most questions started off with weave, by the way. That used to be the number one. We- weave. Weave used to be the number one topic on. What, on this. what kind
1: of questions did you get about because, weave?
0: Okay, so men hate weave, yeah? You do not, it, yeah? Okay, yeah. All right, so men will say, Why do you girls wear weave? Uh-huh. And then that will be it. There'll be a, a massive topic that yeah, will go yeah. on for four days straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. arguing about why women should be able to do whatever they want and arguing why men don't like it. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. So it would be from something as, as basic as that mm-hmm. to topics like, uh, I don't know. One time, one of my friends was in Japan when they had the earthquake. Mm -hmm. So we put up a post about, how are you? And then we was, you know, making sure that everybody around was okay okay. and stuff like that. We've had members, who have had family members die. We've had posts, we do memorials for those particular family members. We've had people just... It's mad. Since that that, that group's made, we've had people that's been married from the group. Mm -hmm. We've had a few children from the group. We've had a couple of divorces, a couple of deaths, stuff like that. So... It was really like a big community of thousands and thousands of people. Is,
1: is it still active today? No,
0: nah, no. Nah, that's what so this is what getting okay, to Okay, okay, okay. So we was trying to be entrepreneurs. So we said, you know what? Why are we keep giving this, this Mark Zuckerberg our time? Like, Why don't we move on to our own website? So what we decided to do, we stopped doing the podcast because this became more you know prominent mm-hmm. than the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. So the podcast was getting about 10, 20 listens, mm-hmm. but the group was getting thousands and thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of people clicking on a day. So we said, all right, we're going to move focus to the group. So then we um, sought our a designer, created a website, created our own social network, mm-hmm. and said, you, you guys, come over to us. No one came. Mm-hmm. So we was there on our own. So then after that, we said, you know what, we tried something, it didn't work, yeah. but it was taking up a lot of time from our family. Yeah. So we used to have rules for this Facebook group. I don't know if you, because Facebook's not really used it anymore. I don't know if anybody really uses yeah, it. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't use it as much yeah, anymore. Yeah. But we used to have rules. So we used to actually have to enforce these rules. So for us to do that, we had to set up 24 hours a day. Okay. So one of us would do shifts. So staff might be, you know, because he, he he can work at certain times. So he might do like a seven to eight shift, trying to find out whether or not people are messing with rules. Then I might do eight to three in the morning. Then Simple Simon might do three in the morning to mm-hmm. the morning. So it just took up so much time to the point where we didn't have much time for our yeah, partners. Yeah, yeah. And obviously people started to have children and stuff like that. So then we just said, you know what, if the website don't work, we're just going to leave it. Leave it
1: alone, yeah. So we
0: left it for a couple of years. I think the podcast stopped for about maybe two, three, I'm, just, I'm trying to think about maybe about three years, mm-hmm. three, maybe three years. And then suddenly all these podcasts started coming out. So I was like, you know, I think I, I must have just, maybe what happened to me? I think I, I must have just broken up with my, my ex or something at the time. And I was just bored, so I said, "You know, I'm bored, man, because there's nothing for me to do. I know you guys are doing what you're doing, but I'm bored. Do you want to do the podcast again?" Mm-hmm. So then I was like, mm, "Are you sure?" I was like, "Yeah, why not, man? Let's do it again. Everyone's doing one now. We we was, we was doing one before. Let's go and do it." So then we started back up again. I think another. I think it was we started back up again, maybe 2017, 2016 again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we've just been going from there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, it's very long we did. No, but no, no, but no. It's, all, it's always in interesting
1: it. to find out like everyone's journey because you have been doing it for so long. Yeah. And shout out to Stav for having that kind of foresight of do it, start, starting it first, but also shout out to you for saying, okay, no, but now's the time to kind of bring it back mm. because things do, e- like, ebb and yeah. flow,
0: yeah. He's he's very, I don't even want to say nice things about my brother. But he's okay. very,
1: he's, he's got, not here, we'd have to talk
0: yeah, about Yeah, he's got, no, he's got, he's, he's re, you're right about what he's, he's got a fantastic vision mm-hmm. about things. He sees things a lot. More in the future than most people do. Yeah, which is good. But yeah, so there was no beef or nothing. That's not why we broke up mm-hmm. or we did, we went away for a while. But yeah, it was just literally it was a, became a lot. Our focus went elsewhere, mm-hmm. and then eventually we thought it's time to come back.
1: Time to change. Yeah, I had the No Shade podcast girls a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'll shout that out yeah they um they kind of we talked about like the difficulties sometimes in having a podcast as well. Like okay. it is, it can be quite taxing sometimes
0: yeah they have quite big breaks those girls if yeah. I'm very rightly like, yeah. but they're really really nice girls they've been yeah. on our podcast they're well. lovely yeah they're really really nice girls don't tell them I said that Because yeah. I, I still like to abuse them on the slack but yeah. <laughs> but they are really really nice girls <laughs> yeah
1: no I met them at um Georgette's um oh okay like live show so.
0: they're so, a really nice girl yeah the podcast scene is really really nice people yeah, yeah I want yeah. people to understand that there's a reason why there's not beef within the podcasting in the UK
1: because most not, people are not really enough. nice. There's not enough people. And that's something that I want to say because I feel like some people do kind of throw shade about, oh, everyone's popping up now. Or that like, there isn't... Even if you think that there are a lot of black creatives out there, there Mm. aren't enough of us. That's for one. Because Mm. there are... I I just Before you jump in, Mm. um, if you look at our white counterparts, there are a plethora of them that are doing all sorts of creative projects that are mediocre, trash amazing, whatever, but all of them are supported. I feel like us, in terms of being black creatives, we always strive for the best, which is great. And I feel like we can be quite hard on our peers because we want the best. But this kind of almost elitism, like, oh, but you... You know, there's not, there's too many, everyone's doing one now. Yeah, that's fine. Let people like pop up. Let there be that kind of platform for people to come through. Mm. The people that are going to stay will stay. Yeah. It's not going to be for everybody. I don't understand why people are almost kind of picking who can and who can't. That, that's my Okay, so gatekeeping in yeah, a gate, way. Yeah, gatekeeping. I'm, I'm not here for that. Like, you're not here to gatekeep. You just do what you're doing. Help those. If anything, for me, I would feel really happy if I know that I'm helping other people. Oh.
0: Yeah. I think that's one thing that we're, we're more than happy to do. We have anyone on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyone that says they want to come on, as long as we've got time for you, we'll let you on. Yeah. As, as far as I'm concerned, why would you stop people from coming to have a discussion? Um, I kind of agree with what you're saying with regards to let people do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So that I agree with. You know, if people want to make podcasts, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Go and make them. I would say, though, that... There are a lot of podcasts. So mm-hmm. if you to say said there's not, I think there is. I don't think there's, enough. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot. Definitely. I think there's quite, well, compared to what obviously we've come from, mm-hmm. so for me it's a lot. Mm. I think the one thing I, and I actually, me and Steph had a discussion about this and he told me, I think he was more on your side than what I'm saying now. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand people that start podcasts that don't know what they're talking about or they don't have anything to talk about. Why would you go out of your way to start a podcast if you have nothing to talk about? If you got something to speak about then yeah go ahead fine.
1: When you say nothing some nothing to speak about do you mean something of substance or? No,
0: they just don't know what they... this they, they want. I just want to start a podcast. Okay, but what is it oh, about? Okay, so I don't I don't know. So oh, what okay. do you want to do? I don't know. Okay. I just want to be on a podcast. So basically you just want to ride the wave.
1: Ride the wave. Okay, okay. Which
0: is Fair enough, if you want to do that, that's fine. But don't complain when people don't, you know, follow you because you, you haven't got anything Do you... To, you don't you, have the passion yeah, for it. To yeah, to what you want to say. So yeah. if you want to do it, do it. But, you know, at least know what you're doing when you get into it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas, um, I, and again, I'm not too sure if I agree with you. There's not a lot of black creatives either. I think there's a lot of black creatives. I don't think they're being pushed up.
1: No, I'm not... However many, not, even if there's thousands, mm. that still isn't enough, if that makes sense. So, we, okay. there are millions of songs... Mm-hmm. There are millions of TV shows. We don't complain about that. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be millions of not just uh, podcasts or whatever, but those produced by black people. And yes, there are. I know that there are many, but that, to me, there still isn't enough. I want there to be like an oversaturation, and we're nowhere near that yet. It might be so like mainstream. Mainstream. Okay. Yeah, we're nowhere near that yet. So that means that there still needs to be lots and lots of people kind of come coming through, I see it as like a, almost as a triangle, like literally people kind of pushing through up that way. If we mm. don't have new people coming in to fuel it, then you're not going to yeah. raise people up almost.
0: Yeah, I get that. And you, it is very much a crabs in the barrel, barrel type Mental, situation. Unfortunately, in some, in some and it
1: doesn't situations.
0: have to be. It doesn't have well, to it, be. It, it doesn't have to be, but it kind of goes with what you're saying with regards to the many and the few. Mm-hmm. So what people tend to see is this, right? Um, okay, so there's 20 shows on the network or whatever. 19 of them are going to be white shows. Mm -hmm. Or let's say 18 are going to be white shows. One might be an Asian show and one might be a black show. Mm -hmm. I'm doing UK, by the way. So so, so that type of stuff. So then they're going to say, okay, so we're going to need only one black person that's going to do this one black show. Mm -hmm. So then when you get that show, if you know there's only going to ever let you have one, you're going to think to yourself, well, I can't let so-and-so come and take my show. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to block it. So that's how people think. Mm-hmm. I know it's a bad way of doing things, but that's how people think. Mm. But it's changing now. Look at um, well, kind of. Listen, I was going about using Mo Mo as an example because mm-hmm. obviously Mo was on the Big Nasty show, and yeah. then now Mo's on his own He's show. His own, yeah. But you have to notice that Mo's show and Big Nasty's show are not at the same time. Mm. <laughs> so one of them had to end for the other one to come on. If you know what mm. I mean. But hopefully, you know, probably have a a renewal, recurring season. Yeah, so both yeah. of them will be re- renewed, and you know, it would happen that way. But um. Yeah, I think there's a lot of creators. I just don't think that they're mainstream. I think if you look on SoundCloud, especially you mm-hmm. see a lot of black creators on there. Creators on there,
1: yeah, for sure. Doing whatever
0: they're doing. It's just that it's not a mainstream
1: thing. Mm-hmm. I still don't think that there's enough. Like I said, I want over I- I want it to be like, I have a-, a choice for days and everyone has a choice for days from it. So okay. I don't know. Maybe it's my way of thinking, but...
0: Would you... Okay, so let's... This is just going off what you're talking uh-huh. about now. Would you like... How would you like those to be categorized? So let's say that we have a podcast section yeah there's mm-hmm. a podcast section on um i don't know apple podcast or whatever mm. would you like them to be in a section that says black Podcasts, or no. would you just like them to be in different sections black people in different sections just black like people in
1: different sections like the same way that you know like a, a is it joe rogan like pops up or whatever mm. they're kind of when you look at the top 10 podcasts how many of globally i'm saying mm-hmm. how many of them are black not going to be many, exactly. If any, if any,
0: you might get a couple like American ones in there that might sneak in. But yeah, that, you, you might
1: gonna... get like a Joe Budden. Yeah. but that that would be that would be yeah. it. Yeah, that would probably be it. Yeah.
0: Well, again, it goes down to. Not content because obviously their content is is good. This goes down to the orders and what mm-hmm. they're prepared to be and how they're getting pushed. Like somebody like Joe Rogan, to be honest, after rating because
1: oh no, he... he does his every day. Yeah. So I listen. That man's work ethic is amazing. I'm mm. not gonna. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be number one. Of course mm. not because he's put in the time, the effort, and he's been doing it consistently for a long time. Mm. So I, I hear that. Um, I just used him as an example because I know yeah. his one is probably the number one. Yeah, I think he's the number global, one podcast. In yeah, the world. globally. But um, just if you look top 10, that's not to say that people aren't putting out great content, like you said. Mm. I just think that people aren't being pushed.
0: Strangely enough, I've never listened to one of Joe Rogers podcasts. Never. <laughs> We're both in the podcast for a little bit I've never listened to the number one no. podcast in the world In
1: the world I think I've seen little clips from it Because I know that some, he has little viral clips yeah, and yeah. stuff But I've never thought Let me sit down and watch it but You thought... don't need my number
0: No <laughs> it's No but enough. it is it, it, market research If you, you want to know why people are listening <laughs> oh, yeah. to, Then maybe have a chance to see what he's saying Yeah, yeah. But before, before he was doing this podcast I didn't really know who he was I think he was part of um, UFC or something like that Oh is that okay Yeah see I don't even know where he comes from What he comes from but I. I thought
1: maybe he might have had a radio background or
0: something. No, I think it's yeah. UFC that he was part of. I know he's a lot of, he's he's involved with it now. So maybe he did have radio background before mm. he jumped onto UFC. I don't know. But but it's interesting the fact that two of us are our podcasters have never listened to the number
1: one. No podcast. Podcasters. But like what you know what? Like, like you said, it's interesting that you said it's like market market research, but how I feel like you have to just believe in your source and just do what you're doing. Like you can research something. I don't think that what Joe Rogan is doing, unless I'm looking at his work ethic or like his networking and stuff like that, I, I don't feel like what's actually in his podcast m- would be appealing to me.
0: Mm.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so I know we're staying on this topic for quite a bit, but have you, you listen to podcasts, you? Yeah. you listen to quite a few podcasts. Yeah. Have you noticed that a lot of people are starting to take bits and bobs from other people's podcasts? and yes. start adding it to theirs?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think about that?
1: I think. Listen, uh, still from the best and make it your own. I'm very much here for that. If something is working for somebody else, why not take that blueprint and incorporate it into your own? I'm um, so I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that at all. I think you should always have an original twist on on something, mm. though. But I think as well with podcasts. Because it's still, of course, you guys have been doing it for ten years, but like it is still relatively new. We're not talking about TV shows yeah. that have been on or radio shows that have been on for like for years. Mm. This is something that's still a baby, so there isn't necessarily a pod- podcast format like in, with TV shows. You know, you'd have your your intro or whatever. You, it, mm. it, there's not like a, a set formula to, for for a podcast, even in terms of lengths, You might get one that's thirty minutes long. You might get one that's three hours long. Like, true, true. there's so much. Um, yeah. so I think people listen to maybe their favourite podcast or see what's current and they're like okay I like that so I'm gonna
0: yeah I I get why people do it yeah. but I kind of I'm going back to what you said believe mm-hmm. in your own source mm-hmm. so if, you, this, is, okay, if you, yes. you, this is what you normally do <laughs> and you think that what you normally do is works, good
1: yeah.
0: just because somebody else is doing something different uh-huh. and you're seeing that that's working for them doesn't necessarily mean it works for you mm-hmm. or you need to do that to make yours one bigger so why change it? Why are you yeah. changing it to, to. I know you're getting it, doing it to get more of an audience, but sometimes it's like, this is not you. This is not what I've changed in for, any anyway, okay. When I started. This oh, thing. so
1: you feel like people that you've listened to have changed up? On you, like a little for, bit. A
0: listener, for a listener, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. But I get it because mm-hmm. I'm a podcaster, so I would understand. There's things that we do in our podcast that we, in fact, we were literally just having a conversation before the um before we started recording, saying there's stuff that we talk about we don't necessarily care about mm-hmm. because people want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand you catering to your audience yeah. or caring for what you think your audience should be should be listening. To but me. there's times when I'm just like, mm, it just doesn't it it sounds like I'm listening to somebody else's podcast. Podcast.
1: Basically. Okay, so you want the originality, which yeah. I respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because if if I've got any problem with the podcast field at times is that sometimes we all can sound the same. And that includes us as well. So we can all be having the same discussion.
1: Yeah, yeah, my podcast week has... Well, I haven't listened to podcasts like religiously lately. Mm. But a lot of the time, my podcast week would be the same topics that came up on all of them. So I'll just be fast forwarding. Mm. Because I'm more of an audio listener than before when I was away, I would watch visuals as well. But I don't have to like you join the rap race when you come back here it? so yeah, you don't exactly. have time to sit down and like watch stuff so um, yeah I'm definitely an audio listener so yeah there's certain bits where it's like yeah I've heard this already I don't care to hear your take on it as well let's move on yeah, and yeah.
0: I don't watch any videos
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm more of an audio so if anything comes on video and I've got it on an audio format always audio mm. because like you I don't have the time mm. to well now you've got that YouTube uh, video for where you can play it and switch off your phone yeah. maybe, maybe it might be a little bit better for me but for me I prefer to do as much audio as I can so I can listen to it
1: so I can listen to it on my on my way going um, let me ask you this as well kind of we'll, we'll, this will be the last podcast thing and then we'll like maybe move off of something okay. else um, do you feel like sometimes when you listen to podcasts that they might change your not even perception, but mood. There's sometimes where I list. I'm like, I want to listen to this episode. Mm. I switch it on in the car, and I'm like, I can't listen to this.
0: <laughs> like music, almost.
1: Like music, yeah. Like okay. you know, you know, like there's certain times when yeah, you're yeah. like in the car, like a song that you could listen to yesterday. Yeah. Today, for every reason, It's like, no, I don't, I'm not in the mood to listen to this. Yeah. Do you feel like that with podcasts as well? Yeah, there and there's like yeah. days that
0: I might not listen to a certain podcast yeah. because. I know they're not as hyped as normal. Okay. Like they might be more of the serious podcast, yeah, yeah. and I don't want to be serious today. So, today, I, want to yeah, to yeah. so yeah, I want to listen to some rubbish. Yeah. I want to listen to something that's going to be making me laugh at the end of the day. So I might decide I'm going to listen to this podcast today. So it's much like a lot like music because mm. you're going to be listening to somebody talk for a good couple. Of, if you're somebody like a, a um, let's say this to somebody like off the cuff, they are on for two hours. In fact, we are on for about two hours as well. If you're going to listen to somebody for two hours, mm-hmm. you need to be invested in those two hours, or mm-hmm. even if it's a half an hour, forty-five minutes, or whatever your journey might be, yeah. you need to be invested. What they're going to be saying for that period of time, but if you've got some podcast, I don't know, maybe somebody like Joe Budden that you just know is just going to be joke. It's going to yeah, be jokes for, for it. three hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's three hours. But people want to hear him twice a week, so obviously people are happy yeah. with. The, I like three hours. I don't have a problem with three hours. Yeah, yeah. Because so I can break oh it no, down. I every quite, day.
1: I quite enjoy his like his no that his wasn't the first I've listened to. The first podcast I ever listened to was Charlemagne's one.
0: Ah, okay. Brilliant um, is
1: brilliant idiots and. Joe's one is funny with Joe because I... Never used to listen to it Like I okay. used to come on YouTube Right And mm. like loop And I would always miss I'd always fall asleep And wake up at the end When they would play What they call sleepers Yeah, yeah? And I was like What podcast is this That he's always just playing music Well like, that's <laughs> it was. I always wake up at the same time Like okay. every Thursday That's when I would Like it would come on And okay. I would be like Oh what is this why, why is it like Always music And then there was one day I woke up And I heard a sleep And I was like What song is that And oh, that's yeah. how I started Like listening So I okay. think it would have been like almost three years or something listening to that
0: particular podcast I think they've been around for about 2015 or 16 or something like that see I don't listen to brilliant idiots anymore
1: I I don't listen to either see I
0: used to listen to it religiously but then it just got to a point where I think that they kind of changed okay not in the, it became more of one, they have guests every week, and I'm like, I don't Yeah, do like Yeah, I don't
1: like it when they have guests. Yeah. I don't.
0: The guests that you're on, it's like you're bringing your friends to come and help them promote something, and I don't care about what they promote okay. it at times. And most of the times, I I listen to Brilliant. Again, almost going back to what you're saying about with the moods, I used to listen to Brilliant idiots because I know I was going to catch some form of yeah. joke, or somebody's going to say something wild.
1: Because I, I, I like their chemistry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so do I. So when you add a third person to it, at times, just like... Ooh.
1: Apart from Chris. I like it when Chris comes yeah, in. Chris,
0: yeah, Chris. I think Chris should be part of you're their part of, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's the ultimate in the middle. Mm-hmm. So he will balance them both out. When they're going too far, you've got Chris that will come in and yeah. tell them, come on, this doesn't make any sense what mm-hmm. you're saying mm-hmm. here, blah, blah. Especially with Andrew. Andrew always goes too far. Yeah. So you need somebody to come and balance it out. But um, yeah, it's so easy for somebody that's not part of your podcast to come on and... and That that
1: happened on one of your episodes. I'll tell you about it off air. Uh, I don't really know the episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) From when? I I was like...
0: Yeah, I already know the episode. A a lot of people...
1: (laughs) I was like, what?
0: A lot of people... From
1: the gate? I was like, no. Yeah, a lot Mm
0: -hmm. of people had a bit of issues with... Uh, In fact, let me... When we finish, (laughs) we'll confirm which episode it is (laughs) and then I'll see where it is. If you already know,
1: then yeah. Yeah, it happens
0: a lot. When we have people that people not necessarily mess with, you don't really know how much you've got diehard Hard fans until you have somebody else on your podcast that yeah. they don't like. Yeah. And then they'll come for you like, why did you have Why did person? you have that person on no, there? I didn't know. Did, did, yeah. We, we, we like them. No, yeah. no, don't do that again. Yeah, I'm so like, long as uh, you uh, don't
1: uh, make them come back. Fine. Uh, okay, all, right, all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm speaking on behalf of everybody. Oh, I can have that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I think we'll move off with podcast stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so, I wanted to just touch a little bit on cancel culture. Okay. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of things that happen in the news. I'm not going to touch on anything in particularly. What do mm-hmm. you think of cancellation culture
0: first? It depends on what you're cancelling said person for.
1: Okay.
0: All right. So everybody that said they cancel, well, i I'm going to be honest. I'm not a massive cancel culture person, mm-hmm. but I don't listen to R. Kelly no more. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with anything to do with R. Kelly mm-hmm, no more. Mm-hmm. I was a big R. Kelly fan in the first place. So, actually, I'm almost so cheating. it's easy for you. I'm almost cheating, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm not a big R. Kelly man. I'm not going to tell you that 12 Plays my favourite album of all time. I never listened to a roleplay ever see what I mean so but I will not listen to Akili no more and I will not support him in any way shape or form because of what he's done so there's certain times when I'll be very much of my moralistic self and say look I can't support a person like that because of what they've done in their past mm-hmm. but there's other times when I'm thinking you're just cancelling people because you just don't like them mm. so it, 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 it it's it, for me it's like a balance you can't just decide one day that you just don't like somebody because they say something that you don't particularly mess with and then now everyone should cancel that person forever oh yeah okay you also can't cancel somebody because they've broken up with somebody and you like the person that they've broken up with mm-hmm. and they cheated on that person or something that you don't really mess with.
1: Oh, I cancelled Jay-Z when he when I found out I cheated on Beyonce. Listen, the wife is still there. <laughs> I
0: know. Why are you cancelling somebody that the wife is still there? What, what does it make any
1: sense? I know. I just can't. Do you know what it is with Jay-Z yet? Yeah? Let me I'm just having a quick sidebar. There's a few men that I don't like. Okay. Jay Jay-Z, don't get me wrong, I respect him mm. as a you know, a music mogul, and just a m- mogul in general. Yeah. I can't I can't fault them. I'm a stand right? by the way, so keep going Yeah, that's fine. Um there's some people I don't like um in terms of like how they like to portray themselves, you know, family man, him, T.I., Ooh. Kevin Hart, The Game Yeah, even Charlemagne as well, but I don't take him seriously because he doesn't take himself seriously, but okay. it's okay. Um and I feel like you know what you stand up for with him. But my thing with Jay-Z is that he likes to come on this like preachy tip, like mm-hmm. You know, uh, preach all of this. It's like, but but did you ensure that your family unit was okay? Like, sit down. We're still...
0: Yeah, but I can't... I, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. I shot, hear what you but... And I don't think he, he... If you listen to Jay-Z, he's not going around preaching family. Jay-Z does not preach family at all. Jay-Z preaches financial own, literacy. Ownership and all
1: this stuff. Ownership yeah. and stuff
0: like that. He's not the one telling you, yeah... You know, stay at home with your your children I'm, I'm, and all I'm that. Not, that he's not really one of those guys that does that. I'm
1: not saying it it per se like where he's saying. Okay, yeah, he made big pimping. M- you must, uh, yeah, but that was, that, <laughs> was, was I mean? be, that was before he was married, though. But
0: he, I'm sure it was probably with Beyonce when he made big pimping.
1: Yeah, but he, he, he it wasn't like an exclusive thing. Though no, they've only been married for like I don't know. They, but big pimping. Ah, so you
0: only have to be married before you're exclusive.
1: No, n- eh, no, 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 eh, no, 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 no. No,
0: that's not true. No, but it
1: wasn't out there that the two of no them like were officially together back then. So okay. I guess it's different If people know That you guys are together Then mm. yeah There's a code of conduct That you must carry But if people don't know As far as The way that he was moving It was like a Bachelor lifestyle
0: True I suppose so I, I don't know um, I think with him He is very much uh Like, I know people... Like, my missus doesn't like Jay-Z too much. I have said to her why.
1: I think a lot of women don't really like him. I think... And I think part of it is to do with the whole Jay-Z, Nas thing because a lot of women love Nas. Nas, the alleged...
0: alleged woman beater.
1: I I, I, I didn't (laughs) say... I didn't say that I love him.
0: But why do people love Nas? You know, again...
1: But that came out recently, though.
0: But the thing with Nas, yeah. Yeah. Nas is like a two-pack to me. Right? So, these are guys that are very polar for me. Polar... Mm -hmm. I prefer somebody like Jay-Z that just tells you how it is. Okay. So Jay-Z will tell you, I've shot my brother. Yeah. But Jay-Z will tell you that I um I speak with lots of women, I like money, I like this, I like that. You know where you are with Jay-Z. Okay, okay. Right? For me, you know where you are with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. With Nas, Nas will tell you, on one hand, I am a uh, I'm a Christian, uh, I'm this, I'm that. Africa is the, is where we need to go. You know, uh drugs is, is destroying our community. I love our black queens, blah, blah, blah. And then the next hand you will see him talking, well, you know, I'm shot in drugs when you know he hasn't done that. Um, I shoot people, um, you're a bitch, you owe me money. Mm. There's no you're not, you're not, you're not your balance doesn't work for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? So I can't trust Naz. Okay. I don't trust Nas. I can trust Jay-Z to give me who but he is. But can you
1: trust any of these rappers, though? Like, okay, Jay-Z's probably one of the only few people. And I think it's because of how old he was also when he came into the game. Mm. I feel like he was already established as who he was as a person. And that yeah. makes... When he came in, he wasn't out here trying to...
0: Yeah, he started when he was, like, 27.
1: Yeah, 27. So, at by that age, you know, you've already... Most people have kind of found who they are. Mm. Or are quite confident in, in who they are. And they don't have to... Panda, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Whereas Nas was,
0: he was a kid when he started. Yeah, but even now Nas, I still look at him funny. Like, I don't know yeah. who you are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe you're right though. Maybe that is one of the things. Especially mm-hmm. do, girls do love Nas. I've never understood the love for Nas, but He's they do a love.
1: Looking guy. Oh, is it? Is it actually his looks? Yeah, no. You it's know what is? I
0: never. There's certain men that I just did not understand until when I was older that women actually fancied them. Okay. Right. So Method Man is the one that I did not know until I was about. Four or five years ago. Oh, I didn't okay. know that every woman fancied Method Man. I don't know where that came from. I only found out from my wife when she was going mad over Method Man. i like, well, what kind of must this be this guy that don't call me his she's like, ah, oh, Method Man, blah, 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 blah. I was like, then I found out my sister fancied Method Man. Oh, then it? I started like seeing that all these girls online started fancy. I said, eh, since when did Method Man become? become
1: that guy. But then they
0: were saying that maybe because when we came out, I wasn't that old. People were saying that the whole reason why he came out first is because women fancied him. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know. So Nars is another one. Now you're telling me I didn't know that. All yeah, no, seen
1: Nars. but I, I can I, I can't vouch for a method man, but I can vouch for Nars. for Nars.
0: Like I used to want to have Nas' haircut so bad. I've never, I've never seen Nars without a good haircut mm. in And life. he
1: still looks very youthful as well. Yeah, he does look quite he young looks still,
0: good. which I don't understand because apparently he smokes so much and drinks so much. So I don't know how he he manages to keep that youthful look. But let me not expose people's lives.
1: He's, like, he's exposing it himself. So
0: yeah, but going back to the cancel culture, I suppose. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so you only cancel people that you don't like. So you canceling Jay Z because he cheated on Beyonce it makes no sense. It, that will make no sense. No, to
1: me. okay, I hear what you're saying. That that was part of it for me. I'm just like, I can't like, whenever because I saw them last year on the On the Run t- um, Two Tour, mm. and I, I think... can't lie. When I saw when you see him perform, it's like this is you know he's again like, uh-huh. like I said, I'm here for him as a performer, okay. as an artiste, as um businessman, whatever. Mm. But him personally, no. Whereas Beyonce, I don't care what she's doing, I'm going to support it anyway, if oh, that okay. makes sense.
0: I'm pretty certain that we had, two, I went to that same tour okay. thing and I'm pretty sure we had two different nights. That I,
1: I, I went to Paris though, I didn't...
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, you did like that? Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so so I was in, in London. That, that, right.
1: that was the um, weekend that they France re- won the World Cup. Oh, okay. So it was a whole different ambience. Like, and it they, was released
0: amazing. The, they released the album on that day as well,
1: didn't yeah, they? yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They see you had the album. I would have been pissed if I went in London.
0: Yeah, because they didn't do the album before yeah, that time. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. they didn't do the album before that time. So yeah. the day after that we went because we went on a Friday. Mm-hmm. They went to Paris on the Saturday, yeah. and then they released the album on this Friday night. Yeah, and then on the Saturday morning they were they was doing stuff for the album on the on the new tour. Yeah, we got apeshit. That
1: was
0: it. You see, there you got yeah. something. We but, but for me that see I went to that show. But because I'm not a Beyonce fan, mm-hmm. I was just waiting for Jay Z. I was like, oh, okay. when, "When does Jay Z come on?" Because I don't know any of these Beyonce songs. You don't
1: know any?
0: Not really. I only know the songs that's the been released, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I only listen the only albums I've actually listened to Beyoncé's Beyonce's have probably been the newest ones, so the mm-hmm. last two or three. Mm-hmm. I haven't really mm-hmm. listened to the ones in the past, Crazy and Love, and Love that Stuff, not from back to front anyway. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know some of the songs she was singing. I was just like, "You can appreciate her performance, yeah. but I don't really know any of
1: her songs." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I couldn't cancel somebody because of something like that if he said to me now if he was to, okay let's say the elevator, the elevator incident so let's use those two as examples because we there so let's say the elevator incident and Jay-Z beat the hell out of Solange
1: mm-hmm.
0: I can understand why some people would have okay canceled. I get that right I can understand that completely but because he's just cheated on his wife how many uncles cheat on their wives
1: I don't respect them either
0: yeah but still not gonna cancel my uncle am I
1: no I know I haven't even me saying that I've cancelled Jay Z. Clearly, I haven't. I still have albums for that. I still listen to ticket. Yeah, I went to go and pay for my ticket. Like mm. you know, and and that's what I almost want to flip on his head in terms of. I don't think that we should cancel people per se um, as a whole. I think you should put people on pause or put people on timeout or kind of wait until they like. I don't know. There's some people that they do the things that they do unapologetically because they know that people are going to follow them regardless. But if you kind of like not quote unquote cancel them because I feel like if you cancel something you're not likely to mm. to give that thing a chance again. But if you kind of put something on pause and give that person time to sit down think about what it is that they've done um, then maybe hopefully that they would change and if you don't change then fine I don't need to subscribe to you anymore. Okay. I don't need to follow what you're doing anymore support what you're doing.
0: Alright let's 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 go off that. I'm going to okay. ask you a question okay. about a particular person. I okay. want to see what you're What I'm
1: going to say. out Black. Okay.
0: Are you a out Black fan? I'm not. Are you somebody that would support Kodak Black?
1: I wouldn't support Kodak Black, but let me talk about Kodak Black. Okay, go Kodak. This, I'm very picky with my rappers and how they sound. He sounds like (laughs) I I can't, I cannot. I've. I can't with Kodak Black. Like I just don't like how he sounds. That's that's one thing for, for me. So it was, it's easy for me to say I don't mess with Kodak Black anyway. Yeah. Even if I took that outside and he was one of the best rappers, there's been so many allegations of him in terms of like sexual um, assault or mm-hmm. misconduct or whatever. Like I'm not here and just the way that he kind of moves. But then actually no, I shouldn't even because I as, as soon as I heard that there was some mess with Check West, I was like. I don't want to hear anything from this guy either. I uh, didn't really like his music anyway, so I didn't care. West. Oh, it's fine. If we don't know, it's fine. We'll move on. Okay. But, um, but Kod- up, Kodak Black's 20. He's only like 20, isn't he? I don't know how old that he's one is, young. but he looks like an uncle. Yeah, he does.
0: So I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's about 35, yeah, he's,
1: 38.
0: He's, he's or something. literally 20. Yeah, oh, okay. But he. Yeah, okay. So that even goes better to my example. Yeah, so yeah. he's got a lot of time mm-hmm. to change as a person. Right. But you're saying that you wouldn't. You wouldn't even give him the time. Is that what you're saying? Or you would still give him time later on if you did decide he was to change? he became Pastor Kodak, yeah.
1: And I don't. I don't saying, even I, know if that fixes things. <laughs> I don't know if that fixes things.
0: All right. Okay. So Kodak <laughs> Black, you don't. You don't mess with soul. So I think yeah? when it
1: comes to there's certain things for me that are. I don't care if you change, I'm not going to forgive it. If it's something to do with like sexual misconduct or you know, you're a paedophile or whatever, for me, I don't think I can see it past it. Like, that's just how I am. Maybe that's a bad trait, I don't know. No, no, no. But you know, if 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 you've committed a robbery or you did fraud and you've changed your ways, are those things I can forgive. But that, like, I can't.
0: Okay, yeah, because a lot of people, there's a lot of people that's committed murders, and people are quite happy to forgive them. Um, but true. they won't forgive somebody like just cheated on their wife I don't, That I don't yeah, get yeah, So yeah, stuff yeah. like that they're like, How can you be upset about somebody that cheated on their wife But somebody that's killed somebody You can quite happily forgive later on
1: I think it, for people it depends on It always depends on the person isn't it yeah. I feel like when it comes to murder If you murder somebody that they love Then they wouldn't forgive If you murder somebody that they don't know Or they don't care about Then it's almost like Your sins are forgiven yeah. I think that's how people work.
0: Potentially. And I think... Okay, you've mentioned a couple of people before you mentioned Jay-Z or after you mentioned Jay-Z. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. One of them was T.I. Mm-hmm. T.I. for me is, again, somebody that I... <laughs> I, I don't get why uh-huh. people see, seem to be he fighting. shit. Yeah, but he seems to be... Okay, so what is your problem with T.I.? first? My
1: first? Pa- where do I begin? Like, he... Okay, let's let's take the family um stuff out of it. I feel okay. like he's just a walking, talking hypocrite. Like, Mm -hmm. he likes to champion for things, maybe hasn't done the full research, but also, like, because he said that we should do it, he expects everyone to do it and almost gets mad when people don't do it. Like, the whole Gucci thing, we're going to cancel, like... We're not gonna buy from Gucci anymore. Um, oh uh, even even the way he came out from the gate, like, oh Gucci, I'm a six or seven figure um paying customer, you will listen to me. No, they won't. You've they've already collected your money. You think mm, that because mm, mm. you're paying, they're now gonna listen. They already chopped where they needed to chop from you. Yeah, so and he's, he's
0: not yeah. in the first place. You
1: didn't you don't own shares with them. You're not you don't sit on their creative board.
0: So you don't like him because of his demeanor?
1: I don't like his demeanor. I think that he pokes his nose in things that he probably sh- shouldn't poke his nose in. Okay, um, and I think he just needs to focus on his music and keep it moving. That's that's all I want to hear. From okay, that. so it's
0: not nothing to do with his cheating.
1: Oh, that cheating. that um, aside from that, like I just think he's I just think he's an asshole. Because and...
0: I don't understand why people get upset with people that cheat and their wife stays.
1: Oh yeah, I can't be I can't be more mad at your at hit at him than his wife. That's OPP That's that's her problem That's got nothing to do with Mm. me But I'm more mad at him Because you want to sit here And you want to talk about family Mm. He is somebody Who advocates for family family, He does a lot Right But You're not right at home Yeah but how do you know that? Because I've watched this show Like Uh, Oh yeah I forgot they got their show Yeah they've got their show So even the way that like There was one scandal last year There was one Like young actress That he got caught with Or whatever I don't know if they were caught in the act or whatever, but there was pictures or whatever of them. Mm. And she, brought, um, t- um, tiny like brought it up to him, and he said to her, "You know, you're only upset because it's out in the news." That he, that that was his. It was he was he was very like nonchalant about it, and almost well, you don't off-ish. know if their
0: relationship is not an open one because there's there's been many allegations that she's been sleeping with lots of different men as well. But so then, isn't it a case that maybe their relationship is just an open one? I
1: don't think that is. Open. You don't think it's that open? Like I said, I'm. Just going off of their show. Obviously I know things get edited and stuff mm. like that. But like Tiny is somebody who I've watched her on different shows, like okay. and kind of followed it through. I don't think that she's happy that her husband's out here in the streets. That's I don't okay. think anyone will tell me that that she is mm, okay
0: but I don't know, as I said there's been lots of discussion she probably puts up
1: with it but because a lot of women do it's like okay I have a high profile man but then with her I think part of the reason why it's even more frustrating is because she was somebody beforehand you have to remember that T.I. did not put Tanya on and no, I think a lot of people forget that because obviously she's
0: she was still the forgettable one in escaping. I hear that,
1: but I'm still I'm, I'm I'm an escape. I don't care about if you know if I play the drums. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. She I'm, was I'm she was she was a celebrity before yeah. before Ti was. In fact, way before Ti. Wait did. years
1: before. Mm. You
0: know. Okay. Well, well, Ti was known on in the streets though from from mm-hmm. before, before. So he was. I don't think he's somebody that no one never knew about. Mm-hmm. And he was quite as an underground rapper. People knew about him for quite a while as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, he he wasn't as big as Tandy. So yeah, maybe that might be frustrating for somebody. For her, yeah, yeah. I think unless you're Jay-Z and Beyonce, in certain situations, that's just going to be frustrating mm-hmm. because those are the only two couple that you can see that one is just as big as the other in the mm. same thing. So even even if it's a case like um somebody like, I don't know, Rihanna. So Rihanna's meant to be going up with some billionaire. Yeah. Right? The billionaire can still be annoyed because as much as I'm a billionaire and I earn more money than you and I have more money than you, when we go out, no one cares that I'm a billionaire. All the people care about is the fact that you're Ariana. Mm-hmm. So you can have that that strange dynamic with people in in the relationship. I don't know how celebrities do it personally myself.
1: I don't know how they do it either. I think that's such a... I think it's money. I think money, because even like how they get married quickly, like within six months, they could be married or a year, they could be married of like meeting each other. I think money can be a deterrent for a lot of people. Okay. In terms of doing things, yeah, they maybe. don't have that issue, so immediately, like they can, they can do things quickly within one week. They've been on holidays together, you know. Quickly fly out the parents, let's meet. Mm-mm. Get you know, if, even if they've got kids from previous relationships, that's okay. We don't have to worry about it. So, money, I feel like, makes yeah. it easier for them to get united. But ultimately, they are still human beings. They're going to still face the same problems that we face as regular people. I think the only
0: issue that might be where it's a bit different, is that if, let's say you get married to your partner mm-hmm. or whatever, you're not going to make any money from getting married to your partner. No. Like, if I... Like well, especially we pre-
1: don't know in the future. Well,
0: maybe in the future, <laughs> but I'm talking about as you are now. So I'm going to start the straight yeah. But I'm talking about um, as you are now. Right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if, I don't know...
1: But I'd sign a prenup. No, I'm not I'm talking about that. I'm okay, talking about okay. in regards
0: to... Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, magazine is going to give me two point five billion a million if I marry this oh, guy. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. you got to get married. Okay. <laughs> oh, let's get married. I love you. Let's get married. So two point five so million is the going to I do not so. get married. Yeah, okay, got it. Let's do it because we're going to get ma- money from it. Even if you're not even one hundred percent sure, even you want to be with that person, there's money to be made, so you'll do it. So mm-hmm. a lot of people get married early, especially footballers. Footballers are the ones that do all the time. They always get married, but they
1: but they get told to get married because they think that you know if they have a wife at home that that will stop. All the kind of tabloid stories and.
0: And they make money from it. Oh, and yeah. it gives you a better contract and it yeah. gives you better this and it gives you yeah. better that. Yeah, yeah, So, you, and you probably. It you tax is
1: marketable breaks. to be a, a family man footballer.
0: Yeah, and you probably. And I'm pretty certain there's going to be some tax break somehow. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. getting married. Yeah, yeah. So they're thinking, you know what? Maybe, this is... I
1: don't think in the UK though.
0: Mm, maybe not, but I don't know where you put their money. Mm. We don't know where they put oh, their yeah, money. That's true. So. In the end, these might be reasons as to why people find themselves getting married a lot quicker than other people that mm-hmm. are not famous get mm-hmm. married.
1: I think, married. oh, but I do think
0: money plays a big part, though. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, money <laughs> yeah, plays a yeah, massive yeah, part, yeah. but it just in numerous ways. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 you're really right. If, if I can go on holiday with somebody, because for me, that's a prerequisite. Before you can marry somebody, if you have not been away with a person. I don't see how you can marry them. Mm-hmm. Because that that's there's a difference between living in a house with somebody where you have to, you know, live with them, but you can go to another room, mm-hmm. or you can just decide you're gonna go uh, out for a bit and come back. When you're on a holiday, it was one hotel room and you're staying in that hotel room or one little house and there is no one else that you know on that holiday. Mm-hmm. The only person you know is that partner of yours, and if they get on your nerves, you just have to deal with it.
1: Yeah.
0: If you can get past that. I think I think
1: it's more than that. I feel like you know before people get married, they have, you have to go through one diff, at least one difficult time together. Why?
0: Why can't you just be play sailing? Be- and no, enjoy life?
1: because you need to see how people react in difficult situations. You can't. I, you. I can't always see you at and obviously you, I'm sure that you know this, but like I feel like some people they just. It's like, oh yeah, everything is high. No, I wanna see how you are when you're low. Like mm. the Bible says not to, to marry some not to be with an angry man. So I me, mean, I'm trying to see how you are when you're angry. <laughs> it's true. What is angry man? What does that what does that mean? <laughs> I think it just means like somebody who's hot headed, not obviously there's nothing wrong with you like being angry and saying stuff or whatever, but I think just how your code of conduct when you're when you're angry can who knows? Okay. Some Fair people enough. go to, like, one extreme. No, 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 like, no, I don't no. even know who you are. I, I
0: completely understand. Because yeah. a lot of calm people, when they actually really do get angry, it's a completely different color. Exactly. But yeah, okay. I can understand that.
1: Yeah, I need I need to see how you are, like, under pressure. I need to see how you are with money. I need to see how you are... Like, yeah, there's all these things. Because some people... When it comes to money, some people are trapped. Like, it's, it's like they're holding water. Money does not stay in their hands.
0: That's what my wife says about me all the time. She's like... <laughs>
1: I never save any
0: money. <laughs> like, I do save money. But the, it, it depends on what it is. Yeah. right? So her relationship with money is very different to my relationship with money. Okay, okay. So she's self-employed. Mm. So her relationship is if I don't have this money or whatever, if I don't work a certain amount of hours, if I don't, I might not get this money right. this month. Yeah, Whereas I know my bank account is going to have this much money every month. Yeah, So my relationship with money is, ah, oh, I can spend it next month they'll give me another one. Ah, mm. oh, I can spend it next month they'll give me another mm-hmm. one. Whereas she's like, well, if I, if I spend this much this month and next month I don't make as much as I did this month, I'm going to be down this much. Right? Mm. So you, it depends. Yeah, very, Those things I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. You need to see how the other person is and whether or not you can deal with that situation.
1: Yeah, Forget, But going
0: back to cancel culture, yeah. so let's say that, so that's something you would cancel your own partner for. If you see that there was an angry person or you see the reaction or something that you wouldn't expect them yeah. to be angry. Uh, we,
1: I think I, I would talk about it with them first. I'd be like, where, where does this come from? Kind of understand it. Um, but ultimately, I can't change anybody. No, so if it's something that I see that they're willing to work on, um, okay, cool. That's something that I'm I'm here for. But if you're just like, that's how I am.
0: See, I don't have a problem with people that just say that's how I am.
1: No, they, that's the thing. It depends on what it is. Okay. So if you're somebody that is very, very temperamental, and when you're angry, like it's it's a problem. Mm. Like for example, the littlest thing we go out, and you know you're you're boisterous, like all this, like that's that's draining. Or you're somebody that when you're drunk, you don't know how to behave, or okay. like dealing with these things. Eventually, it's going to take its toll. Like I don't, well, I, I don't even drink anymore anyway. But like I I know how to conduct myself, mm-hmm. and I try to focus on myself as much as possible so that I'm not a liability to anybody else and I expect yeah. everybody else to be the same so it can't mm. be that whenever I'm going out you're always a liability no I'm not I'm not trying to be around that
0: I get what you're saying but you can't expect people to be the same as you that's one thing you just have to get oh, yeah, out of course, completely.
1: of course but what I do expect people to do because we all have personal responsibility is for you to look after yourself yeah yeah, yeah. That, very much that, um, that is the fundamental if you can't do that then I don't want anything to do with you sir
0: no that's very true I think with um, one thing I was saying before I got married and I said it to my fiancé I said to her look Listen, she, she's my wife now, but mm-hmm. she's my first at the time." I said, "Look, if you don't like me now, mm-hmm. are you there's something you don't like about me now? Don't marry me because mm-hmm. I'm not changing. <sighs> no, because I'm but not, I am hear what you're
1: saying. I'm a, I'm, it's, 30, I'm, 36 to... I'm 36
0: years old. Yeah. Age. I'm not changing anymore. This is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. If you do not like it, or it's not something that you can see, see yourself being with for the rest of your life, do not marry me. I may change, mm-hmm. but don't have that as your plan. Yeah. Don't think that when I put. I always say that people think that have you watched Islam?" You know, they put a ring on Shazam and they change it to a superhero. Things change when you put this ring on, right? That's how they do with Shazam. People think a wedding ring is like a Shazam ring. Like, as soon as I put it on, my husband's no longer going to go out drinking with his friends anymore. Oh, my wife is no longer going to go out to the raves anymore. Oh, you know, everything suddenly... No, it does not change. That person does that because they like to do that. Mm -hmm. A wedding ring does not stop that from happening. Especially in 2019 now, where people live together, all of this stuff before they get married. In fact, marriage doesn't even change anything most of the time. So
1: don't expect... Can you say that again, please? Marriage don't change Thank anything. Thank you. It doesn't change
0: anything. It might change your, your your social status and it might change your financial status in certain ways. But if you've
1: been living together beforehand... And how people look at you because the whole where yeah. will you marry thing is a big deal. Uh,
0: that's... that's with African communities, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if it's a case where you've already been living with that person, mm-hmm. you've known that person for a long period of time and everybody already knows who that person is, Nothing changes. There's yeah. no... Or if you're deeply religious, maybe. It might be a change. But most people have sex before marriage now. Most people live with each other before marriage people now. people
1: have kids before marriage. Yeah, some people have
0: kids before marriage as well. Nothing's going to change. Please don't think that when you put on this wedding ring, somebody's suddenly going to change. and going to be like, ta-da! Okay, I'm going to be the perfect wife now. Or I'm going to yeah. be the perfect husband. They're not. They're going to be who they are. Yeah. So if you don't like who they are now, don't marry them. So I, I kind of agree with you when you say, I don't like something, get rid, cancel. I think that's probably the best bet. I think so. Don't don't pretend because they're not going to change for you. No. they don't want to change for themselves, why are they changing for you for
1: Yeah, that's it. You can't make... Even if somebody did, quote-unquote, change for you, they're going to resent you for it after a certain point. And I I want, whenever someone does something for me, like if I ask you to do something, I want it to be because you want to do it. I don't Mm. want you to do it because... That doesn't
0: always work either.
1: I hear what you're saying, but then I would prefer for you to not do it. No, you wouldn't. No, I.
0: I You've them to do
1: it. No, I. No, I, I'm saying it sincerely. Once upon a time, I was like that. Okay. But now, I can say to you today, confidently, wholeheartedly, if you some, if I ask someone to do something for me, for me and they cannot do it, like or they're not, it's gonna put them out. I don't want you to do it because. Okay, put them out. I'm it's very. Different. Yeah, I'm very. Em- I'm very empathetic in that sense.
0: Okay, I'm not like you, then. Okay. I'm very much like I don't. It depends on what it is okay. and what what I want to get done. Right. So if it's something that's going to put that person out or it's going to make them feel bad about themselves or stuff like that, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. If it's just something I need to do and I need it done because what I want it that? done.
1: what It depends on what? Give, give me an example.
0: I don't know. All right, let's say... Okay, let me use a stupid example. Let's mm-hmm. say that I want you to put the clothes out before you go to work, yeah? Mm-hmm. Go and put the clothes out on the line, right? I know that you don't necessarily want to wake up that 15 minutes earlier to do that. It might put you out because you got to wake up fifteen minutes earlier. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want you to do it because I want that thing on the line.
1: Okay, who no, whose job is it? Are you saying like, for example, at home, for example, who whose job is it? Normally, is it that person's job that no, does it? Not necessarily. You it just want
0: them job. to do it. But today, I need to do that. Okay,
1: no, that's you being a control freak. Why
0: is it? Why is it me being a control? No, freak No, because
1: it's different. Like you, if it's some, why can't you do it?
0: If I could do it, I would have done it. I can't do it. So let's say at the time, I can't do it. Let's say I'm already at work. Oh,
1: okay. I I hear that. Right. You feel like you need it done right now. But I
0: need it done right now. Right. So if he's going to put you out for you to do it, it's only going to be 15 minutes of you having to wake up earlier or something to do it. Yeah,
1: but that that person's 15 minutes are precious to them. They're precious to them. Yeah, but
0: to me, it's not as precious. Okay. So can you do that? But then
1: would you like if someone did that to you? Yeah. I would not
0: like it. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: that's fine. So you reciprocate.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't like it, but I would do it. I would do it because in the end, it's something that needs to be done. Right. But if you're not saying to me, if I said to you, oh, "Okay, I would want you to now," okay, let's say that my uh, okay, my fiance, oh, um, I keep saying my fiancees, my wife has got long dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. If and she's always had long dreadlocks. If tomorrow I said to her, "I want you to cut off all your hair because I don't like long hair anymore," mm-hmm. and she tells me no, there's no there's no reason for me to then say, well, you know, well, you know, I should you should put yourself out because of me. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things I'm like, mm, I don't really care if it puts you out because I just need it done. Okay. So as much as I agree with you, like uh, if if it's something that they don't want to do, just don't do it. There's times when I need stuff done.
1: Are you looking at, but I feel like the way that you're saying it is more matter of fact and you're kind of looking at the overall picture. So you're looking at, for example, the running of the household. If it's something that needs to be done to sustain the household, for example, you're like, I don't care if you like it or not. Mm. We need to get this done. I feel like that's different because it's,
0: Mm, I, I can feel, do it in other ways as well.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. If you're doing it for more like selfish reasons, then I, I don't know if I agree. But if it's like for the, okay, like a certain bill needs to get paid or something needs to be done around the house, then like, okay, yeah, cool. If I don't do it, you need to do it, or vice versa. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. one of us just needs to do it, like, and then we don't have to worry okay, about it. Okay. So let me
0: give you a, a more selfish example. Then. Okay. Let's say that we're having a discussion and we got to a point where we were arguing and you really want to say something, but I don't want to listen to it anymore.
1: Okay.
0: And you're saying, oh, if you carry on like this, then I'm not going to talk and I really want to tell you this, I'll be like, I don't talk. And I'll be happy if you're not talking. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that you really want to tell me that thing, I don't want to hear it no more. So, mm-hmm. don't talk. So that would be your selfish way of me being like, what, well, you're putting me out by me having to hear you. I prefer you just to No, No, I
1: don't think, uh, yeah, that is selfish, but that's, there's nothing wrong with that being selfish in that case because just because you're ready to be angry at that point in time and you want to voice your concerns at that time, that doesn't mean I'm ready to receive it right now.
0: Yeah, but in a marriage or in a relationship, mm-hmm. that's not as easy. I as know that. it's not
1: as easy, but I, of course it's not. But yeah. you're you, you have every right to do that. Okay, I, I want people to to know that and remember that because I think like a lot of people soak up things almost to kind of make the other person happy. Yeah, but then if when they're ready to voice theirs the partner isn't ready to listen. So I think it's really important for people to remember that it is okay for you to say, you know what, right now, because you might have had a shit day at work. And then you come home and that person is like, I can't, like, I'm going to crumble if I listen to what you have to say right now. Let me, let me eat something. Listen, I feel like my world is so much better when I eat something. Let me eat something, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me relax. And then now you can come and like talk to me. But also, sometimes, and what I've learned from just hearing other things, from other people's relationships is, Sometimes when someone's adamant about talking to you right now, they want you to feel hurt as opposed to listening to what it is that they have to say. If you have something to say to me, it doesn't matter if you say it to me now or if you say it to me later on, Mm. the message is still there. But I feel like people want to deliver the message with the hurt. They want to say something to you. They want you to be angry. I'm angry. I will need you to be angry as well. Okay, so they want to be more spiteful in their way to deliver it.
0: Yeah, that could be true. Yeah, that could be true. See, but as I said, in my case, I just—I don't care how you want to deliver it. I just don't want to listen. You don't to want it. to hear it right now, so I suppose it is, it is a bad way, and I, and I think it's one of the bad traits that I have. But it's just who I am, so you got to deal with it.
1: I'm not mad at
0: that. A lot of people are trust me. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess it's because maybe because I don't have to deal with it on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> on a day-to-day, but I guess on a day-to-day basis it can be. But then I, it's draining. Isn't it? it is draining. But then I have to look at the person and how they are if you project all of this out but you're ha- happy to receive it as well then I kind of have to be like that's that's how that person is it, it's it, when I have an issue with people who they want to do the most but like whenever you try to,
0: to receive it back yeah
1: that's an issue that yeah,
0: yeah. I get that I, forget, I, I understand that's one of the things I really get upset about as well if you I like to be treated the way that you like to be treated yourself so mm-hmm. if you're not going to do that to yourself, or mm-hmm. you don't want me to do that to you, then why are you doing it to me? Yeah, yeah. But then there's times when you could be a hypocrite and you end up doing that yourself as well. Of so, course. It's, so it's it's catch funny too. Yeah. We've jumped over from one topic to the other randomly.
1: Yeah, like, no, listen, that's that's podcasting. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, the last thing I was going to talk about was um, just kind of having conversations with people in terms of like, where they are and this has been a recurring theme this year and I think it's been a recurring theme because it's been like me kind of talking to myself as well in terms mm. of like you know where you are in terms of work or opportun- let me, I, will, I will say I'll call it work but it could be creative opportunities or just whatever opportunities that you see in terms of bettering yourself okay. lifelong um, I feel like a lot of people feel like they're stuck where they are um, you sound like somebody that's quite sound where you are mm. have you ever had a period of time where you've where you weren't, and if you did, how did you get out of it? And if you haven't had a difficult period, yeah. um, what has kind of kept you on a positive trajectory?
0: It's weird because okay, so let's start off with one of my first job, that my first real real job. Mm-hmm. I was there for nine years.
1: Damn,
0: and I say for the the probably the the last year and a half of being there, I really wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. I'm go- you're going to hear some very, very fortunate tales here, yeah? Because I'm very different from others. I've had fortunate tales happen to me. So I really wanted to get out. But it just seemed like I couldn't get another job because the job I was doing was very bespoke. Mm-hmm. So it was a case of me having to go from that job to another job was quite hard because not many people did what I was doing at the time. So... I was finding it difficult because people were like, oh, have you got experience in this field? I'd be like, no, because I've been working here for so long. Working at a job for so long is not a good thing. I would always say, if you can jump about, jump about. If the job that you're working for is something that you love and you don't think you're going to leave, perfectly fine. Stay as you, mm-hmm. as you are. But, having a couple of years experience in one job and then going over to a different place and being able to be successful somewhere else as well shows that you can be successful in different places mm-hmm. and it allows you to get more jobs. It's weird. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was back in the day where people were there for 20 years or whatever and you experience whatever you're doing sitting there for, you know, 20 years you'll you'll get your pension and you'll be happy doing that. People like to see now you've jumped jobs quite a bit. So I was finding it difficult and I hated going to work. Um, but eventually, out of the blue, I got made redundant. Mm. So not only did I leave my job, I lost my job with some money. Mm -hmm. Nice chunk of money. Mm -hmm. Strangely enough, I lost my job on, maybe it was a Tuesday? The following Thursday, I had another job. Maybe because I had to be pushing to get another job. Maybe because I couldn't be as picky. But I had another job. Mm -hmm. Strangely enough, The job that I actually took, I actually wanted, so it wasn't Mm -hmm. a bad job. I didn't go out and, you know, just look for anything. I picked something that I wanted to do and I found another job there. Mm -hmm. So I left um, a year and a half into me being upset about working. I found the next job. I was there for a couple of years. Again, strangely enough, that company that I was working for decided to sell up their department. Mm -hmm. So I got another nice chunk of money. Uh (laughs) So I keep leaving with chunks of money. So I can't really be upset with what's going on with my life, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So then I went on to another job, which I did for about a year and a bit. And again, literally by the time that I was looking to uh potentially leave that job, again, they had some redundancies. I got me redundant again, even a nice chunk of money. Mm-hmm. But this one was the most difficult one mm-hmm. because I was getting married. Mm-hmm. So I lost my job at the start of this year, actually. So 2019. So just in case people are listening to this in the future, I lost my job. Um it was unfortunate because it wasn't the time that I wanted to leave that job. But, I wanted yeah. to leave after I got married. And there was some talk about there maybe being a takeover and I was going to get a large amount of money if there was a takeover. Mm. So I said, you know, I'll wait until see how that works out and then maybe then I'll leave and go somewhere else. Fortunately, I didn't get to that point where it happened. Um, they made cuts. I was one of the cuts. But I had a wedding, a very expensive wedding to try and pay for. And I can say now, the four four months or five months I was out of work was probably one of the most difficult periods of my life. I'm very um, pro- like, get up and do something. I'm not one of those people that just sits around and twiddles my thumbs. I do things. I, I go to work. I When i at work, I actually do my job. I'm not one of those people that just sits around and does nothing. So for me to be at home for that long period of time was very, very difficult for me. And it was a very, very difficult period because I couldn't find work because it was at the beginning of the year and that, everybody was worried about Brexit. Mm. So I'll speak to one company and they'll be like, yeah, we're not hiring. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, why are they not hiring they're like, oh, Brexit. We're not too sure what's going to happen with Brexit. Mm-hmm. We're not sure if we're going to start doing outsourcing. We're not sure if we're going to have people uh, as contractors because we can get rid of them quickly. We do not know what we're doing. So, and usually at the beginning of the year, that's when you find the most amount of jobs. But mm-hmm. strangely enough, no one was offering that jobs. Then eventually, I think maybe February, I don't know what happened. I think maybe then when they found out they wasn't sure what they was doing with Brexit still, but it was a case that it was going to be way, way ahead, mm-hmm. they started to start hiring. So then I found the job that I've got now had my interview actually a week after I came back from my stag do. And then it took about another two months before I finally got the job. So mm. I had to go through some stages or whatever and mm. I finally got the job. But um, it then allowed me to appreciate the fact about having a job. Mm-hmm. So the way I'm settled now is because there's still things about my job I don't necessarily like as much as, it, as, a, as you know, every job is not perfect. Yeah, yeah. But it's a case of I'm doing something that I find is good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm getting paid what I was consider very good money and I've been not working for five months, so, so you I, appreciate I appreciate my job that a lot much more. more. But I would say to people out there, if you do not like a job, do you not wait for something bad to happen, or you know? Because I said I was fortunate the first couple of times, the last time I was fortunate, but do not you feel so like fortunate.
1: you got comfortable with that. It's
0: like, oh yeah, well, yeah. As I said to you, didn't we mm-hmm, just have a conversation mm-hmm, about money? Mm-hmm. Every month, money comes into my account. Yeah. This is the first time for a long period of time that money did not come into my account, so. I went from being the person that they spent money like water to being, oh, I can't even buy this. I used to look... There was a time when I used to go into a trainer shop and I would come out with trainers almost every week. Mm. Right? For no reason, I would come home and my wife would be like, what's this box now? Oh, I just saw them there. To the point where I couldn't even go near a shop because I didn't know whether or not I was going to get paid another month. in advance. So it changes your perspective about things. So even now that I've got a job and I said it's a well-paid job, I've still got that mentality now, whereas I don't just splurge anymore. Mm -hmm. I now have to be a bit more considerate about my money. Plus, obviously, you're married now, so you have to think a bit differently. But if you ask me right now, again, if I didn't allow my job, would I leave it? I'd leave it. Mm -hmm. Because I don't see there's any point of you waking up uh, every single day to go to somewhere that you hate. I already go somewhere that I hate every day, which is the gym. So I don't want to go to two places that I hate every day. (laughs) I don't want to. I'd rather...
1: The one's for your health, though.
0: That's why I go, but I, <laughs> I hate it. I hate going there. Can't you?
1: There. Can't you work out at home?
0: Well, That's the same thing. I don't want to be. Okay, lifting you don't want anything. To work out. I don't okay, want to cool. be running anywhere. Am not running for? What am I running for? I don't. I don't.
1: I don't... Oh, what about sport? Is there anything? Yeah, I love football. You... So I play okay. football
0: every week. So okay. football is fine. Okay, but going to the gym is not something that I, I I want to do. So it's like. You go from there, you go to work. Imagine if everything you did in your day is something that you hated. I I, I don't think I'll be able to function. So as much as I'm saying, you know, I don't hate my job. I'm not saying it's the best job in the world. I still get bored parts of my day. But I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. The last job that I had, I didn't hate it. The one before that, I didn't hate it. They are boring. They are frustrating at certain times. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I was going in and people bully me. Mm-hmm. There's people that go into their workplace and they're the butt of the jokes. They um, earn less than everyone else. Mm. They, you know, feel almost depressed about being there. I can only say that only one job I could probably feel like I felt like going there was a drain and that was the one that I was there for nine years. But that's because I was there for nine years. Yeah, yeah. After a while, you just like, I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't even a job. Maybe it was the fact that I couldn't get another job that was the fact that was mm-hmm. making me feel like upset about this job so much. Yeah. Why, why you put me in this predicament where I can't get another job, if you yeah. know what I mean? But I asked to work there, so what can you do? But I would say... My advice to people is if you do not like your job, there's other jobs out there. Or start working for yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people find it uh, uh, daunting to, to make that decision to work for themselves. But at least you know you're your own boss. You have to motivate yourself to get up every day. You need to make sure that you are doing what you want to do because you want to make your money doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And if you've got that 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 opportunity to do that, why not do it?
1: Mm-hmm. What about yourself? What about me? What would I say to people that I, I I'd say quit. Like... I, I quit my job recently because I couldn't stand it. Um, just
0: thought. What? Well, are you in a financial um, position to be able to quit your job? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. So let's say that you wasn't in a financial position to quit your job. Let's say that you was, your bank account said £700, yeah? Mm-hmm. And your rent is £550, mm-hmm. I don't know, a week or mm-hmm. something like that. You live in a nice place which is £550 a week mm-hmm. rent and you've got £700 in your account. But you're in the same job. Would you quit?
1: I, I would have quit. And I'll tell you why. Um, for me, like, the the past year for me has been like an eye-opener mm-hmm. in terms of like what I'm doing at the moment and whether I should be doing it. And I feel like I'm still, you know, going through the motions of everything now. But I think for the first time in my life, me quitting, I've I've like I've never come out and quit a job okay. before. Right. I'll always like, I know what I'm doing next. Okay, yeah. I'm that person. Mm. If I don't know... I'm not even opening my mouth to tell anybody that I'm leaving anything. Does that make sense? So for me to quit, that was really me saying, do you know what? Like, I don't need, I don't need to be here. I can't, I physically, I physically couldn't bring myself to get up and go in. Even like, there was a few days that I had um, working from home. Uh And I couldn't like open up my laptop. The thought of opening up my laptop to do the work, like, it, it turned my stomach. Okay. I was like, I can't.
0: Alright, so yeah. it was that bad basically. It was that bad. So you've left your job now, and how did that make you feel?
1: Um, instantly I felt like, like relieved, if that makes sense. I'm not saying I have it all figured out, mm. but um yeah, I just felt better and I feel like it's given me time to focus on myself because there were things that clearly I I, I knew I needed to do, mm. but you know, you again, you get caught up in this rat race and I feel like work can be... And I, and I did realise this a lot when I was at that particular job. I felt like all of my brain power is going to this job. Okay. And by the time I come home and there's things I want to do, I don't have... The mental capacity, like at one point, it was so bad. I I was literally going to gym classes, which I don't mind going to, mm. but I was going to them because my body was fine, but okay. my brain was docile. Like you tell me to jump, I can jump. Like uh, it's fine, okay. I can go throughout the whole class thing we need to do. But for me to go to the gym and tell myself to do something or follow, I couldn't. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. So so now you feel a bit more at ease because you're you know you're you are. Doing what you think you need to do, which is to leave. To leave, yeah. Do you? Do you? At your age now, because mm-hmm. even me, I, I, I said I'm 36 now. Yeah, gonna be 37 in a couple of months.
1: I'm still not 100
0: sure what I want to do.
1: I know I'm not, and do you know what? That's okay. And I've realised that's okay because I've always been that person that if you ask me what I'm doing next week Tuesday, even if I can't tell you what I'm going to do, I can tell you what I'm not going to do. That's
0: me. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> doing this, but I, I could barely do that. But yeah, definitely not doing yeah, this. yeah. All right, so you don't have an ultimate because if you if you look at mostly people that are famous, let me look, let me know who's famous. This is rich. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have quite a driven personality where mm-hmm. they said, "I want you to be a computer engineer," and I've always wanted to be a computer engineer, and I just found my way to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not one of those people that can say that. Like, I went to college and I did I don't know what did I do in college I did uh, media studies business and computing then from university I did multimedia computing they may sound like they're similar they're not similar in mm-hmm. any way shape or form then I got a job in, in IT that has got nothing to do with the things i did in the past so I can't tell you that my even my path shows me where I've gone if somebody told me tomorrow uh, I want you to go and be a banker and I thought banking would make me money mm-hmm. I'd probably be a banker because mm-hmm. I don't have any I don't know I don't have that desire to do well, work-wise anyway, I don't have that desire to be this particular type of person at mm-hmm. work. I just like to be in charge most of the time because mm-hmm. I don't like people telling me what to do mm-hmm. and earn a lot of money. Those mm-hmm. are the two prerequisites that I really have in my, mm-hmm. my work environment. But at 36, I should—I re- always think, well, I should really know what I really want to do. Maybe I want to do podcasting. Maybe that's what I actually really want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I, but because I see it as a hobby more than a job, that's why I, that's why I just don't see it as something I could, should be any money from. Mm-hmm. But still now, to this day, I don't... I don't I don't know what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I, I can completely sympathize with somebody that's going in on, on a day-to-day basis to somewhere that they really, really hate. It's not even something you show you you really want to do in the first mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. So leaving was a good thing for you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you, you feel a bit happier about that I do. I, I
1: definitely do. I feel like, I feel at peace now. A couple of weeks ago, I was not. But yeah, I've, I'm, and I would advise, obviously I know financially for a lot of people it is difficult cuz mm. it's funny because there was another lady at work that ended up leaving who I wasn't a particular big fan of. We left on the same day. It's mm. funny. Um and she kind of uh threw jabs like oh so you know oh so what are you going to do next and I was like I I, I don't know and mm. she was like oh how how fortunate is it how fortunate it is that <laughs> some of us can leave and we don't know what cuz I think she was starting work like literally uh, like a couple of okay. days later. Um and that's something that I've done with this job, which I'll never do again. I'll never go straight into like employment without giving myself a break between... Yeah, give you a break. yeah, I literally did that. Left work on the Friday and started there on the Monday. I will not do that again. But yeah, she kind of had these little... And I'm like, shut up. Like, Just because that's how your life is. Mm. And I've... But I think also people like to not hold themselves accountable. I have always when it comes to money, or let me even say for the last couple of years, made sure that I'm in a financial position where I I can. Uh I always have that safety net. So for me to quit, like, this wasn't something that I took lightly, but... Mm.
0: From, yeah, you're done right decision. I can
1: afford to yeah, like
0: Yeah, I would have I been I Yes, yes, yes I'm th- I might go on holiday Yeah I, I would have been rubbing it in Yeah, I might But I
1: wasn't I wasn't in a great space for. Me. I didn't even want That stupid energy uh, from okay. her. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if I had been meet, Like me If someone had come to me With that energy today I would have been like Yeah, and yeah. Exactly. But on that particular day I just didn't want it from her And she wasn't somebody Again, that I was a, Like a big, big fan of, of So okay. it was like You'll come with your stupid energy And whatever else. Yeah, but
0: some people Are just like that I, get, I, I feel sorry no, for those
1: types of people I, yeah, I do. You're right. Looking back, now I feel sorry for her.
0: I do because, in the end, they really want to have something that they can't have and yes. they, they're taking it but out it's other her
1: people. Cho- like, when I look at her, I'm like, and she was only like 34 years old. She looked more aged, even the way that she dressed, everything like. And it's like you've made yourself that way. You,
0: you don't know her life.
1: I do, because she told me all about it. Yeah. Oh, right. Fair enough, fair
0: enough, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough.
1: <laughs> she told me But it. again,
0: that's one aspect. That's only one dimension. Yeah, of course. If I you know... looked at it from your side in, you may see something completely different from her.
1: Yeah. No, I did. She was, she's probably one of the smartest people that I've ever met in my life. And I'm just like, you're holding yourself back. But you're then, holding yourself back. There's
0: a reason why she's doing that
1: though. Yeah, I get that, but... That's not my It's not
0: your business. It's
1: not my business. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're holding yourself back, what's that got to do with me? Why are you coming to me with that energy? To take redirect that yourself. Yeah,
0: very true. Very you true. Know? I don't know, people are haters. That's one thing you learn in life.
1: Mm.
0: It's good it's good that you've you found yourself in a predicament where you feel like you've got options. Yeah. Options are a massive thing for people, you know. It I don't is. know. if For you not to have well, any I options is. It's, it's crazy. It, yeah, it's very upsetting because, as I said, when I when I lost my job at the beginning of the year, I felt like I had no options. Mm-hmm. I almost ended up. The one thing I said I wasn't going to do, even though I had all of this money I had to pay for, it, and I told my fiance, and I, and I, when I got married, that was one of the biggest things that I'll say to her that, again, you said it's good to go through a hard time before you get married. Yeah. That was a massive, hard time for mm-hmm. us. And one thing I'll I say that I, I will never forget, regardless so of whatever happens within our marriage, is the fact that she was really unable to support me in my in my decision that I wasn't just going to go into the first job that lands on my lap. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, there was jobs, offers I had for certain things that I just turned down because I'm like, not doing that, don't need to do that. But at the time, we needed the money to pay for the wedding. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, I did get a large sum of money, but it was going down, it was depleting. Mm-hmm. So, she was really unable to... Um, support me in my in my desire to make sure I find the right job. Because she said it herself. She goes, All right, if you've been in these jobs where certain things situations have happened. You're not hated the jobs, but these things keep on happening where maybe the company is not the best company for mm-hmm. you, or maybe the company's got other ideas about what they want to do going forward. And yes, you can keep riding this way where you end up either working towards getting them sold off, or you know certain ways of you getting extra extra funds when you leave, mm-hmm. but." is that always something that we really want to be doing? Is mm-hmm. that something that you want to have a security for knowing that, you, that it, this can happen to you at any time? So she said, okay, find a job that you really, really, really feel like you're going to be um, secure with and be alright being working with. So that's mm-hmm. what we did. So, as I said, it took me a couple of months and so for some people they're going to laugh and be like, it's only a couple of months it took mm-hmm. you. But for me, it's never taken that's me that lo- long. To yeah, go- to so that job. is a
1: long time. Like
0: Living in your parents' house in a couple of months is completely different from living in your own house with a mortgage, paying bills, you know, certain things like it got to the point where it was just... I'm a big football fan so I like... I watch football all the time so I got all the sports channels and all this stuff. Mm. I was debating like oh, can I keep all my
1: sky on? Mm. All of
0: this type of stuff. Do I need to get rid of all of this That's stuff? That's the before. time when
1: you start yeah. using your friends like I'm coming to yours on
0: <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> nah, I didn't get to that, <laughs> it didn't get to that level. But it was getting to the point where I was I was looking at bills thinking what can I, can I get rid of now because yeah. I don't want to keep having money come at my account. So it got to that level but I didn't, unfortunately for me, I didn't have to do it. I didn't have to take it all the way over. But there's people that's probably saying, boy, boy I haven't worked for six six years, four years, three years. Could have been looking for work. I don't know how it happens, but it happens yeah, for some. Yeah. So I don't know. I had one uncle that was looking for years. I don't know. He was a contractor. Suddenly he, he lost one of his contracts or his contract came to an end. Mm-hmm. And then just couldn't get another contract again. Mm. And for contractors, it's not always easy to get a permanent job because they never trust you because you... It's a bit different. If you've had permanent jobs and stayed there for a few years and left, it's very different when you've had contracted jobs and you stayed there for six months or a year or a year and a half and then left mm. because people just think that you're a contractor. You don't want to stay with somewhere for a period of time so we're just not going to hire you mm. permanently because you won't be able to make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. So, I think he wanted to maybe find a permanent work and he just couldn't find it. Mm. So, you need to weigh up your options before you decide to make, you know, the decisions that you make. But, yeah. Most of most of all, you just need to do what's best for yourself.
1: I think so as well. I think for the longest time, my thing was fear, like fear of failing. If that makes sense. But I'm learning to like get over that hurdle and just be like, you know, at least you tried something. Um,
0: Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Would you have done this if you was married?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: So okay, what about what about your family? Did anybody tell you not to do it? I didn't ask. You just did it. Mm-hmm. The best
1: way, yeah, because people could, are going to talk you out of it, they will, they will talk you out people of it. People yeah. will talk you out of it, people, and also, I don't think that my parents understand that you know, like it's just work, 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 work. Does that make sense? Like, you know, you just do something, and th- that very much was me. I didn't understand, like, why somebody would quit their job without having something. Like, friends mm. have come to me and told me about situations that they've been in at work, and I'm like, just wait it out until mm. you get something else. That is me, I'm telling you, like dot my eyes and cross my T's down to absolutely every single thing okay. but for the first time in my life I'm like I, I, I can't I physically cannot I can't bring myself into
0: but you kind of have done it though in a way what because you, you really know you, you're financially able to do it I know if what, you was financially right. able yeah, you're to do right. it you're right then you probably would have a different outcome you're or it would right. make you feel even more liberated like oh my god I've, I've quit my job and I don't even know whether or not. I what I'm doing view.
1: but then that that that's That just is how I am. I can't help that for the... No, it's a good way. Do you know what I mean? It's a good way to be. I
0: I, I wish that I was more like that. Yeah. But I'm a bit like how you said in the... Mm -hmm. I will not leave somewhere until I have something else lined up. Mm -hmm. I'm that type of person. I'm very cautious about... I'm not a person that can live without money. Mm -hmm. I already know that. Mm -hmm. If I was broke, I do not know how I would function. Mm -hmm. I've not been broke since maybe... Well, let me not say broke, but I haven't been somebody without some form of... Finance since I was about 14. Mm -hmm. I've always had like a a Saturday job. After when I went to college, I had a a normal job that I was working and I Mm -hmm. used to work like overnight. So I used to get paid more than a lot of my friends used to get paid for just working their normal shifts. Like I was earning all right money. Like me and the people that were selling drugs was on par. (laughs) And certain certain things Mm -hmm. were certain. So I didn't have to do the bad things to make the money that I was earning. Mm -hmm. So now I've got to a point where I've always kind of had enough money to be in the loop. I don't know how it would function, or I kind of almost got a glimpse of it if I didn't have any money at all. So yeah. I'm very much like you. I'm not leaving somewhere unless I know that something so else is around the corner.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, I've worked. I've worked since I was 16. So yeah, I can say the same because I like. Not only is it about having money, but it's also like I don't like to rely on anyone else for anything, especially when it comes to my, like I don't want you to tell me any yeah. nothing.
0: I don't want to borrow. I don't want to.
1: I don't bo- Yes, I can't. Like I can't. I don't want. Yeah, I don't need to turn around and say, "Oh, yeah, it was because." Like, I don't like any of yeah. that. I move in silence when I'm doing something. I just kind of do it on my own. It's my money. I don't have to explain to anybody how I. <laughs> That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. why,
0: why do you don't ask me questions? Don't
1: ask me questions. <laughs> I did it because you know because cause I, I, I did. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, care. I think a lot of the way that I am is because of my father. My father was a debt collector. Okay. So we just didn't have debt. We like, we just learned don't have debt. Yeah. Because. Somebody like my dad could come knocking your door, yeah. and then suddenly you're in a problem. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't like a brick dick. He wasn't he was like a big yeah. man. Didn't go knocking on, you know, bailiff, yeah. whatever. But he was a debt collector. Mm-hmm. So even for the longest time, maybe towards about twenty something, I didn't have a credit card. Mm. I would refuse. Um, no, if I, if I don't have the money, why am, am I getting a credit card for? It's only now that you need. You didn't need, realize like, how it worked. How important yeah. it is to yeah. get credit, and people, it's very important to get credit. I'm looking right at the camera. Mm-hmm. You need to have credit because it's a re- reason why you need to have credit. Is stuff like when you want to buy a house, mm-hmm. they look at all of these things. Whether or not you can pay debt. Yeah, anything that you want to get on a long-term loan, you're going to need to see that you can pay off any debts that you have. So please get credit. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I didn't. I never wanted to owe anyone, including the the banks. I don't want to owe my friends. I don't want to owe the banks. I don't want to own the government. So. I was one of those people that was always a case of, if I don't have the money, then I'm not going to do it. So I'm very much like you. Mm-hmm. I never want to be um, rely on anyone. Even when I was off work for all that period of time, I still didn't rely on my wife to give me any money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I was very adamant. That's When it got to the point where it might be a case where she started to have to start paying for things, that's when I was like, no, nah, I need to get a job. <laughs> Definitely. And it just so mm-hmm. happens, that obviously, I got the job that I wanted, but that would have been probably the most difficult thing for me to have to then start asking... I'm relying on my wife to start paying for things mm. that I've always paid for. Mm-hmm. I don't like people doing things for me mm-hmm. like that. I, I'm very, this is mine, a bit like you. Even, I'm very much a control freak. Mm-hmm. So, even to the point where I don't let people drive me places because I want to go when I want to go.
1: Um, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. So I, I, I am the se- Sorry, I like to get there when I want to get there. I want to get the hell out when I want to get yeah, there. Like, that's I, it. I
0: don't want to be relying on, <laughs> on anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so, especially when it comes to my money, so... Mm. Yeah, from early, early, I was, I've always worked. So I never asked for pocket money. I never got any of that type of stuff. So,
1: yeah.
0: I didn't want to, my dad to tell me, I'm going to give you anything today yeah. and I can't do something. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, I I mean, and even when I think about it, like, I've not had that safety net. I haven't had that safety net for me, probably because I didn't ask for it. Like, if Maybe. that makes sense. I think, I think I've think i even been too sufficient to the point where people really think I have a lot of money. Like, I, I have <laughs> enough money for me. I don't have enough money to yeah. give
0: you the, well. y- the only time that I was free with the money <laughs> is when I was getting married. When people were saying, we'll give you some... Abs- yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. I, I don't
0: yeah, mind. And I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah. Especially my it's parents. it's
1: for a cause. It's for a cause.
0: Yeah, no. Especially my parents because you're the ones that want me to get married so badly. If you're if you're going to give me the... And you, fight, you start like... And it's a bad thing I'm saying, but a good thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. If you've got elderly parents and I don't want to be sound bad, I don't want to sound doom and gloom, this might be the point where you might turn to another podcast. <laughs> if you know that they're elderly and they've got money and they may die, let them give you the money now. Mm-hmm. Because when they die...
1: Oh, can you say that again, please? Say, say it again. Say it again. Let, like, them, uh, yeah. let them
0: give you the money now. Mm-hmm. Because when they die, and it's a, everyone's going to die, so... Please don't it's make me say never, that. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm put, I don't want anybody to say I'm putting jujú on their. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Eventually, yeah. people are gonna die. Yeah, that's the one thing in life that's guaranteed.
0: When you then get that money, the tax that you're gonna get from the government for that money is going to be ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you have got
0: a house that you want to give to one of your children, give it to them now. Mm-hmm. I know. And this, another thing, this is another thing where I think a lot of the black community are really bad at. You don't trust your own children. I don't understand how you can't trust your own children. Mm -hmm. I know people whose parents have told them they're not giving them the house because they feel like they're going to kick their their own parents out of the house. Why would you kick your own parents out of the house? What, what, What purpose would it be to do that? It makes no sense. Mm. So now, when you have, what we we'll do, you will put me in your will, and then when you die, and I now have to pay maybe like maybe about fourteen to forty. percent It
1: depends on how much the the money yeah. is. The more it is, the on more you pay. Yeah.
0: And then now I have to deal with your death, and then after that, I then need to find a whole lump of money to give the government to, to because you have now put me on something. And also I'll get a lot for. of
1: people as well. And I, I've talked about this beforehand. I so I won't stress it too much in terms of life insurance. I've I've heard. You know, aunties, it's, I haven't heard uncles talk about it, but I've heard aunties say, Yeah, well, I don't my, when I die, my my kids are gonna sort it out. I'm like How can they sort out life insurance
0: that
1: you No, no, not not life insurance, I mean like just the death. Like oh, in terms of paying for the, the funeral or that, and that stuff. like I I yeah. I don't see why I should have to put money aside. That's something that and I'm just like no I I can't, I'm under the impression that when you bring kids into this world, first and foremost, they didn't ask to be brought here. If I'm having kids and I'm bringing them here, I'm responsible for them. And I I don't yeah. see, I don't see why they should have to be responsible for me. Does that make sense? Like, in I, I feel like I should put money aside.
0: For what? Just for stuff like the funeral or whatnot?
1: just in case, I don't like, going back to whole be, I don't want to be anyone's liability that's why okay. I've always kind of worked hard for myself to yeah, make sure yeah. that I can I'm carrying that on through all aspects of my life in my death I also don't I've got life insurance already like I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. me too so. I'm not um yeah I don't I don't want to be anybody's yeah but in, in, in life or in death
0: but sometimes people are not financially literate
1: yeah, so, you're right. You're so right. they don't
0: know. They don't know that it's going to make a major difference when they die. Some people think that they die and nothing happens. Yeah. They die and you don't worry about their debt. You, yeah. you don't worry about their. Don't worry about it. Because it's a
1: taboo to talk about death. Like yeah. they think that when you're talking about it, oh, you're going to be bringing that much. No, we're not. It's, it happens.
0: I keep telling my parents straight. I say, "Look, you people, is old so <laughs> Whatever you whatever you want to happen to happen, you need to let us know." Mm-hmm. Like even me, I'm as I said, I'm only thirty something. I was at one of my auntie's uh, funerals and I said, like, "You know what." I one of my oldest niece. I said, "Look, this is what I want when I die, because I'm, I'm assuming you're going to still be around. Mm-hmm. So make sure you you, you do this, follow these. You, you, his, you, you yeah, you relay this information, and I'll leave some money behind, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta tell your family what you need to happen, and you gotta let people know. Like there's times I have to say now, my dad started to show us like papers and stuff like that. Say this is what I've got here, and this is what I've got there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to see this, but." He's being right. He's showing me now because when he passes now, what's going to happen? We're going to need to start finding out all of this information and there might be things that we need to know. So, I don't know. All I'm saying is that children, if you've got old elderly parents and you know they've got money, start speaking to them about their money. Start telling them, look, maybe you should start giving it to us now. Or even if you don't even want to be the person that wants to give it to them now, just say to them, you know what, go on holiday. Enjoy your money. Because Enjoy your
1: life, yeah.
0: After you leave, all we're gonna do is get taxed on it, and then the government's gonna get what you've you know you've been holding out for all these years. Word. I don't even know if you get a pension. That's another. That's another topic. That
1: is. That is. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. You had a really good time. Thank you, and. Um... Where can people find you
0: again? Again, you can find me at Big Wahala on Instagram Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you can find Eloquently Say Nothing at, at ESN Podcast um on all the social medias. And if you wanna email us at ESN Podcast at And of
1: course you can listen on pretty much all yeah, streaming. SoundCloud, as well.
0: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Play, everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like, you know, like I've I think I've been listening for like two years-ish now. I don't even know how I found yours. I think it was randomly on like Apple. I don't know how I got into UK podcasts because I always listen to American ones, but never UK. But yours was one of the first ones that I started listening to. And I found others from yours as well. But um, yeah, like it's one of the... Like I said before, it's one of the only male ones I can actually listen to consistently. That's it. But... um, yeah I really appreciate you coming out and of course you can follow the podcast from Alexandra X or uh, well me personally on Instagram Twitter and Snapchat and the podcast at advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter so it's not by force for you to take any of our advice but it's
0: by force okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> no I'm joking I can't even joke
1: <laughs> you know life is too ultimately like life is too short for you to do something that you don't want to do for one and number 2 you we've got elderly parents that uh, Make sure that you collect their money. Collect it now. Collect it now before they pass away. Yeah, enjoy it with them. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think it's all about memories, ultimately. Enjoy it with them. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Until next time.
0: Bye. Bye.